Karina Grassa Podcast, now part of the Digitant family of podcasts. And we are your hosts, Carrie Wee and Kelly McVeigh. Hope you guys are doing well today. This is your weekly roundup. Tell me what the kids were for Halloween. So Emerson was a cow and Mason was an avocado. And it and it was really because they were just onesies, like those big onesies. They're warm. Yes. But we actually had a nice weather Halloween. Like it wasn't like an Ohio, you know, Ohio can go either way. Oh, yeah. And it was nice out. It wasn't terrible. My most memorable Halloween when I was a kid in Granville, it was almost snowing. That's how cold it was. Really? And that's your most memorable because it was. Yes. My most memorable Halloween when I was a kid, I was already kind of like in my tween years and it was in Granville and it was because my parents let us um, passed out candy at the Partika's house and then also trick-or-treated like kind of split up the night. Yeah. And I think I was wearing one of those costumes, you know, old school, where it's just basically a plastic bag with printing on it. Yes. And I just had probably like a long sleeve shirt and pair of jeans or something underneath it. Yes. And it was like almost snowing. That's so crazy. I don't remember ever trick-or-treating in snow. No, it wasn't snowing. It was just like, I don't know, whatever, 35 degrees. She says, oh, my tummy's grumbling. We always we always happen to record around this poopoo time. That's hysterical. <laughs> it just know? happens to be the time. It just well, it's because it's like, you know, midday for you around like right after breakfast for us. It's the time. It's, um, it's time. So was it uh, is is trick or treating like it always was like all the houses are still passing out candy? For sure. I All mean, right. I, my kids are older now, so they I didn't trick or treat with them. Um, as in years past, because they're old enough, like where we live, like they just ran around, did their deal got all the goods and then we're not like a huge candy place. So I'm like, what are we going to do with all this candy? Like we have so much candy. Like what kind of bag do they have just like a little sack that's like a halloween sack for sure but i mean they went they went in newark when it was norks then they went in worthington's when it was worthington's so we literally have like a big huge basket and then a big huge bowl of candy okay now what's your favorite candy if you're gonna pick like one out I am a Skittles, Starbucks, Starburst, Gummy Bears, Swedish Fish. Okay, the the fruity, the fruity ones. Yeah, a candy corn, candy corns in season. So, oh, candy, uh, so listen, I think it's so funny. Jeff thinks that candy corns gross, and I'm like, I don't even understand it. Like, how can people think candy corns disgusting? I, I I can't even wrap my mind around it. But listen, I hate black licorice. I'm not a. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't like that either. I don't understand why people like black licorice, but listen, if I had a, um, if I was going to go chocolate, it would be milk duds or a Twix. Milk duds or a Twix. I would go always go for the Reese's Reese's uh, peanut butter cup. Always. Okay. So I have to tell you when we took ballet together with Joan after ballet, there was a break and I always got potato wedges from Lee's. Oh my God. Me too. 
and a four pack of Reese's cups because I weighed four pounds at the time. And that's, that was literally my parents gave me money to get dinner at between on my dance break. And I got potato wedges and a four, a king size uh, Reese's cup. So you went to the drugstore that was right next door. Yep. Larry's drugstore. That um, started off at Lee's to get my potato wedges and then headed over to get my Reese cups from. So I'm a, I'm a fan of Reese cups. I just am not a huge chocolate chocolate person. And if I was going to choose, it would be a Twix. Um, but I, I even teaching ballet, we were just talking about how I teach ballet tonight and I need to get prepared here soon. But even teaching ballet, I always joke with kids. I'm like, listen, I know this isn't your favorite class ever. And when I was taking ballet, I all I was thinking about the whole time was I was on the countdown to go get my Twix or my Reese. And you love ballet, right? I don't know that I loved ballet then. Really? Yeah. I mean, I was good at it. <laughs> I was good at it and I liked it. I don't know why. I, I kind of feel like people who are good at something actually like it, too. Yeah, I'm I mean, I didn't not like it, but I was I mean, we had a strict teacher. I was yeah. on the countdown to get out of there and go get a treat. That is so funny. I never felt that way about ballet and I didn't even love it that much. That you were ready for it to be over? No, 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 not really. Oh my god, I was always on the countdown for it to be over. You know why else? I bet that this is this is something that I think professional dancers have and I obviously didn't become a professional dancer. I think you can grab choreography fast. Yeah, but that only came that only came after that came with practice. I think I think that I am not quick at learning things fast and I'm a better teacher than uh, taking a class because you have to be able to get the bar work and get the all the things quickly. And Joan was tough. And so I was always nervous and like that I was going to get the combination, get the whatever. I didn't pick up things fast. So interesting. I never really felt nervous in class. And I also didn't feel like if I really think back, I feel like I could follow along pretty good, I guess. I guess that must be innate. Yes, Bean. Yeah. What's up? Okay, let me see. So Bean just went to her three-year-old doctor's appointment and they did like the um, arm cuff for a blood pressure for the first time because they've never done that with her before for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. So now she knows it's a thing and she's adding oh. it to her dark Dr. Bean arsenal. Oh, of course. So now we're wrapping things around her arm and she's pretending to do her blood I pressure. Like blood pressure. Yeah. Does go. She, she does the blood pressure on her, uh, on her little doll. Does she get excited to go to the doctor? No, she was scared this time because she knew the shot. She knows the shot about the shot now. Oh. Yeah, go Bean. Go put it on. Go put it on Cece. But Mama, or bring Cece to me, and I'll help you. No, tell me. I can't get up. I'm recording. You know this. Yeah. Mm. Bring the cow to me. Bring the cow to me. Bring it to me. Oh my goodness. Uh, no, she knows about the shot now, and now she's like anticipating it. So yeah, yeah. there's that. Okay, so wow, we just went down like three rabbit holes there. So. Okay, first of all, is Lee's fried chicken still around? Um, Lee's fi- so there's one by the dance studio I teach at now. I don't know of very many. Like I don't see those here, there, and oh, there is one by the dance studio, but it's not in the same place. 
There's one by Jones too, but it's not, it's on West Main across from Cherry Valley Road. It's not in the same place that it was when we were little, when we were young. Okay. For some reason, like KFC does not hold a candle to Lee's fried chicken. So, or is that my memory of it? I think it's your memory of it. I don't have a, I don't have a dog in the fight on this. Like I, feel unsure i'm not sure i feel i'm sure no it was the it was like the uh seasoned potato wedges i don't know why but i love their green beans see i i was like a protein girl so if i went i got like the fried chicken the the potato wedges you and your french fries me and my french fries too because now i will just go get some french fries but i got the whole thing every time and the biscuit oh now i'm hungry for that thanks a lot that's so funny well i can't get it that's the problem because if i go to kfc out here it's not the same it's okay it's okay this is what happens when we talk about what i consider ohio food meaning ohio meaning i can only get it there do you guys still have jolly pirate donuts yes so i'm not a donut person i think we've had this conversation right yeah no i really just want a jolly pirate donut all the time but that's okay i'll visit at some point yeah, I have friends that are way big donut people and they love going to Jolly Pirate. Um, I am just, I'm not a, I don't like sticky things and I think that donuts are sticky and so I don't like to eat them. It probably helps you out in life not to love donuts because that's a problem. It's a problem for Is me. Problem? Uh, no, it- it's not a problem because I just won't go get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if they're around, that's that's a problem. Okay. Halloween. So we did not go trick or treating because I have not figured out a good place to do it. Like there was uh, years ago, one of the big malls around here for the toddlers, they would have like trick or treating out of the stores. Yeah. And you would just go to the mall and go to each store and you would do that with your costume. But ever since COVID, I think they're not, or maybe they're just kind of like cheap now and they're not doing it. Okay. Long story short, I didn't have a place that I wanted to bring her. And yeah. so we just went to my friend's house that we had um, the kids over and they just played together in their costumes. It was great. So fun. It was fun. And then we had a dress up at the at the uh, aerial studio. I don't know if you saw my post. I did. I was also a cow only because I asked all my girlfriends if they had an old costume lying around because I didn't want to buy anything. And she's yeah. like, how about a cow? I was like, I'll take it. And then I tried to do a bunch of like serious aerial in it. And it just didn't, it didn't, it didn't make any sense. So then I started being really silly. And then that is like the five second clip that I put up. Which I think people probably loved and enjoyed. Yeah. I mean, I got a lot of comments like, stop it. You like, like I spit out my food when I like your real yeah. come up, your real came up. So that was fun. I love that. It was also yeah, hot I- that day. So I was steaming, steaming. There was steam happening in that onesie really Mm -hmm. it was hot that day but it got cool very fast like the rain is here now it's in the 60s 59 etc so do you like this season when it's like rainy and gloomy oh my god i love it but it's not because i love rain and gloom so much i think if i lived in like portland or seattle i would probably be depressed all the time but literally kelly it is not really rained here like i'm not talking about just like a spit of like rain i'm talking about rain rain it hasn't i mean we go nine months without it it's a long time 
It is a long time. It's a long time. It's literally summer here from mid-June, maybe the 1st of July, all the way to Halloween every year. Like that's our summer. Got like a five, five month summer. Right. I know. It's amazing. Do you feel like you take it for granted or no? I try not to like in the middle when it's so hot and we've been so hot for months and months. I'm like, okay, just take advantage of one more pool day. You know, we're doing pool days when you guys are going to like, you know, enjoying your pumpkin spice latte hot, not cold, you know? Yeah. So I try to, but, but after what, like everyone here is so excited to put it on a damn sweater. Yeah. So Kelly, I have news of a really fun thing that's happening soon. What? Go, go bean. (laughs) Okay. So there's, we're going to do a, we'll do a whole episode around this the next weekly roundup because the timing will work. Okay. Ace and I's case is going to be on people's court. Shut up. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Are you joking? No. How did you get picked for this? Okay. First of all, it's not that hard. I learned. Okay. I'm learning. (laughs) I shouldn't be eating while I'm podcasting, but this, this one has to, I have to multitask. Right. Okay. So, mm, swallowing, swallowing. Okay. So many uh, weekly roundups ago, I said that we were taking legal action against one of our contractors because it was, I mean, he totally ripped us off. And so I did all the paperwork, which by the way, it's not expensive to sue somebody in a small claims court. I thought it was more expensive. It's not. It's like 40 bucks. Okay. But it's a lot of paperwork. And now I know how to sue, how to sue somebody. I guess it's a good life skill, right? Like, yeah, listen, I have something to talk about about this. I feel like we can cut all the holiday. I mean, Halloween to talk about. All right. Keep going. I have something to say. Wait, have you sued somebody before? No, but Jeff and I think are getting sued. Oh, okay. We're going to come back to that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So did all the paperwork. This is another separate, I guess this could be another episode. Keep going. Okay. So, so, uh, blah, blah, blah. So we, um, we sue him, uh, the papers get served. And then there's this whole period where you send in evidence. So it has to be 10 days before the court date. And it wasn't very far out. Like I, you know, like I had filed and then like literally five weeks later was our court date. Like, Oh, it's not too expensive and they don't make you wait forever. So, yeah. yeah. So basically we had this time to get in evidence. So I'm like compiling receipts. I'm, I did a spreadsheet, you know, super organized. We have video of how long he was at the house. Turns out he was only at the house a total of eight hours in 72 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Like did not have any intention of doing the job that he told us he was going to do signed up for signed right. up for right and so we get to the court date first of all <laughs> this guy is here with his girlfriend and we have to sit kind of close to them in the hallway in this like like anchorman 70s like van Nuys courtroom hallway and bean is with us because we couldn't find a babysitter and so beans on ace's lap and ace is like this mother ever yeah <sighs> like under his breath but yeah. loud enough that he could hear like oh asa was not trying to be like he he wanted him to hear him yeah 
and Bean goes, Papa, adult language, like super loud. That's hysterical. In this, like, she reminds (laughs) us, she lets us know. Bean, are you done, Popo? Yeah, Papa said adult language. Go back, go back, finish. She came off the toilet to to talk about adult language. Bean, go. Are you done? Are you done? I keep on telling her she can't get off the toilet in the middle of pooing. That's so funny. Okay, anyways. So, adult language, Papa. And we're laughing. We just try not to laugh, but it's like, what can you do? We go in. I end up leaving because Bean is like, I can't. You mean I can't talk like this in court? And I was like, of course not. So we go in. I'm not there because Bean's talking in her regular voice. And like 10 minutes later, they all come out like our, the us and then the defendant and his girlfriend and then one of the bailiffs. And yeah. I was like, what happened? So Asa was like, OK, dude didn't send in his his evidence to the court. He only sent it to us. Oh, so now we have to have a continuous. He's wasted our time. But not only that, dude, like gets in the fight, a fight with the bailiff and the clerk over it in court. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But this is is this on people's court or this is no, this is like at the small claims like court in L.A. Okay, Okay. so I had a letter from the people's court on my desk. And I hadn't paid it any attention because I was like, this is, this is just like junk mailed me. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so then I said, get home and I'm like, oh my God, this is never going to end because this guy's so unreliable. Like, how are we going to get our money from this guy? Because even if we get to the court, everything's in line and we show up and we win. Like, how are we going to get our money from this guy? Because Asa just wants this guy's credit ding. Like he wants to ruin this guy's life. Right. Yeah. I mean, quote unquote, he just wants to, he wants him to pay uh, like a consequence for what happened. I don't care. I don't want to, I don't want to like, I don't care about what's the word, like teaching somebody a lesson. I need the money back because that money needs to go straight into the house because we're almost done renovating it. We just need a little bit of our money back so we can, we can afford it. Yeah. Yeah. So I call. And it's so easy. They're like, oh, yeah, we'll take the case. So, but, okay, so check this out. So Ace is going. We <laughs> get $500 for him to even go. Okay. And if we win our case, the show pays us. That's oh how it God. works. Okay. Okay. And the way they incentivize the defendant to come, even if they think they're going to lose, is because they also pay that person $500 to show up. And okay. they get off scot-free. They don't have to pay yeah. the cost. They don't have to get their credit dinged. And they get to be on TV if they want. Obviously, if they want don't want to be embarrassed, they wouldn't do it. Like, if they think they're going to get embarrassed, right? right? But uh, basically, the incentives are there. And this guy doesn't think that he did anything wrong. So this is great because I needed to kind of give like the lay of the land before we do the episode where we actually talk about it because Asa is filming on the 9th of November. So by the time we we record for the next weekly, it will have been done. So in this process, sorry, go ahead. So did the person agree to go? Yes. Okay. Yes. And I knew this guy would because... He thinks that he didn't do anything wrong and yeah. he gets a free trip out of it. He doesn't, he's not liable for the payment, blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. he really doesn't think he did anything 
wrong. So he said, yes, the whole thing is scheduled. Like Asa has his flight. They put you up. They get you transportation. It's in Connecticut. It's like really close to New York City. Oh my God. This is hysterical. So Ace is getting flown into JFK or something. And so. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it's amazing. And Ace has been watching. He's been doing his quote unquote homework. And he's been watching. No, it's amazing. He's been watching people's court like 24 seven, at least when I see him. So he maybe he just watches like one or two episodes when he gets home from work. That's so funny. But he's been watching it. I have been watching it because he's like, you know, that's unprofessional of me not to like prepare. And I'm like, okay, you're not drumming on this gig. You're just. (laughs) Yeah, it's so funny. He sees it as a gig, which is funny because that's kind of how I would see it, too. Yeah. Yeah, you're on TV. It's like you're on TV. So I'm sure this guy has never been on TV. Ace has been on TV countless times. And we just laugh because I feel like this is the highlight of his TV career for him. This is hysterical. Because he's so excited to like get in a fight with this guy on on live TV, on like national TV. So dying. Okay, so the last piece of this before you guys actually hear about how the shooting goes how the filming goes. Um, As I was talking to the producer, she's like, you guys know you're getting countersued, right? And I was like, what? (laughs) No. So he's suing us. He's countersuing us for the, because we paid him a deposit. And then of course, obviously we didn't pay him the total. Yeah. So he's suing us for the total amount. Oh my gosh. But I haven't been served. Like no cop has come to my door with paperwork. So I don't know because this guy obviously doesn't like read all the instructions on things. Yeah. (laughs) So like you have to do one more step to get it served. You have to like go to the sheriff's. I've learned this, Kelly. I didn't know this before. You have to go to the sheriff's office. You have to pay them 40 bucks to send it over to the sheriff and have it served to the, um, the defendant. I didn't know this, but it's like, it's like a couple steps. It's not that easy. Like you have to read the directions. So I'll tell you our, yeah, our please, please. Um, because it goes so it's so well aligned with this before we wrap today. So I um we have neighbors that they're basically on the back of our property and they don't live there. They haven't lived there for 14 years. I guess they have another house that's in a neighborhood over and they do come over like once a month and the guy mows. He has like one of those big, huge and just like mows it really quick because we mow grass here in Ohio. Yes. We've already established that on this. And um, so Sal, Jeff loves to work in the yard and he had a tree arborist, certified tree arborist come and go because we have big, huge trees like in the back. Remember you were here. Yeah. There's like some big, huge trees and some of the branches were like really hanging. And he's like, we have to take care of this um, before he wants to get it taken care of before winter. And so we had a tree arborist certified come out and like, look, and he was like, these are the limbs. He gave us a quote. Um, and we had him come back a few weeks later. Well, two of the trees are like on the line of the property and, but these people, they're never there. They, their house, the, the landscaping is a kind of hot mess. Like they don't do anything besides mow. And so the tree arborist came 
cut down these limbs. We paid him. Like it was a cost for us to do that. Right. Which I, I am someone that wouldn't do those things, but Jeff like cares about the lawn and whatever. And, um, the lady Emerson and I saw the lady over there. The lady's never over there. Saw her over there taking pictures of these trees. And we were like, why is she taking pictures of these trees? Anyway, she went to the police station and filed a report that we cut limbs off of her trees And the sergeant came out and talked to us and Jeff was like, listen, like we had a tree arborist come. We thought those were on our property. He's like, I can't even tell whose property they're on. And in the whole scheme of things, you didn't hurt the tree. There's nothing wrong with the tree. And he was like, but she was pretty feisty. She was upset. And um, so he was like, I I told her to come over and talk to you, but she said she's not going to do that. So Jeff went over. I saw them over there a couple weeks later. And I was like, listen, they're there. I called Jeff. He was down the street. He came home. He went over, like, was like, hey, I want to introduce myself. She like went crazy, said we like, this is a 120 year old tree. It took 120 years for that tree to grow that limb. We took the tree's limb and she said she's filing. Um, she's already talked to a lawyer and that she's taking us to small claims court, but we haven't gotten anything yet, but that was just this week. Anyway, we're waiting to be served. Wow. Maybe she's just full, full of it and she's not going to do it. I don't know. Well, you know, I feel like small claims court isn't really for people who are rational, you know, like, like I want to say the obvious, like, WTF I have been on my lap so WTF like you're actually probably taking care of a problem she needed to take care of herself right Jeff was like I should send her the bill like we we helped her we paid something we take immaculate care of the property like I can't even believe she's saying this but she's feisty she's not happy for sure um okay so let's see if we either of us gets served (laughs) i know and i can't wait to hear this the weekly roundupers are going to be so excited to know about people's court and i'm sure i hope we have a date so like we can watch it oh yeah so um of course it's filmed and then put up later but i would assume by the end of this year it'll be on tv there'll be a youtube link i can't bean bean you can't play with the microphone um yeah can't wait i the other question that i've been getting a lot from people is is people's court still a thing like is that still on yes it's still on it's hysterical and apparently hilarious because asa is just laughing out loud hysterically when watching it but he's got his headset on so i can't hear what's going on him but he's just laughing so hard so it's entertaining. I'm going to have to jump in. Well, and for people who don't know Asa, he's an introverted guy, but not when he's on stage. Right. He, like, even the producer, I was talking to the producer, and she was like, you know, I'm not worried about Asa because he is so compelling. And yeah. the word, the, he's, she's using the word compelling, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he's just, he's just having so much fun telling the story. Yeah. I mean, like when I see him and he's just like looking out into space and like kind of daydreaming, I'm like, you're thinking about the case, aren't you? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, yeah. (laughs) So funny. Um, So. (laughs) 
All right, my friends, thank you so much for tuning in. If you check the show notes, uh, opt in for our newsletter that we send out every uh, every two weeks. And if you just love hearing the sound of my voice, uh, check out The Expecting Aerialist, where uh, motherhood and pregnancy, postpartum all come together with our aerial lives. It's great for um, women who want to be active and also, you know, have babies. Thanks so much to Asa Watkins, sound engineer, and honor us with a five-star rating and review where you get your podcasts. We will appreciate you forever. Hope you guys have a wonderful week. Uh, and this is this is Greener Grass from the Digit Family of Podcasts.